and welcome to the Peru Travel Podcast. I'm your host, David Kozlowski. Alongside of me is Charlie Thompson. So, Dave, I'm heading to Peru here in a couple weeks or maybe a couple months. And I want to know. Or maybe like a couple years. Or maybe a couple years. You got you to gotta shed some pounds. I'm just look, <laughs> look, I've got a Peru trip coming up here in the future. And I, I just want to know, what can I be mindful of? Because if you don't pay attention to your health and fitness for these treks in Peru, you're going to miss out, right? You're missing out on everything around you because you, you're hungry, you're tired. How do I keep that from happening? Yeah, man, I think that's a pretty loaded question. I love I love fitness topics, as you know, so we'll break it down piece by piece, I think. Um, first of all, we know you're going to get back in shape. You're going to get back in the CrossFit I gym. am. We're going to get you back there. I've been, uh, I fell off the wagon a little bit. <laughs> off the wagon. Twice, but look, yeah. hey, third time's a charm, right? That's right, that's right. Um, yeah, man, I don't, I think that's kind of like a loaded question. Cause there's a lot of people who are like, I mean, you can't look at somebody and say they're fit or not. I get beat by guys who are bigger than me all the time in the gym. And I think they do great on trails in Peru. Um, that being said, uh, you know, we've got Kevin on our team who is a, a gear junkie. He's gonna be joining us here soon, hopefully. But, uh, I think, I think something that we, we try to think about when you think about hiking and fitness, right? It's a different type of fitness, really. I mean, it's, it's something that you kind of sort of have to train for if you want to not be brutally murdered on the trip. And when I say that, like putting rocks in, you know, a bag or a sack and kind of just like doing a hike, uh, honestly, one big hike would probably be fine. When I say a big hike, we're talking like Wamanu Valley hike where you go two days and you hike crazy amount of miles at crazy elevation. But um, doing some regular hiking, getting that fitness cardio level up, that fitness level up, understanding what it's like to carry heavy weight. Unless you have a porter carrier stuff too, there's always that option. Um, yeah, I think overall fitness level though, like you should be able to run a mile. Uh, I mean, I won't give you a time cause I don't think there's like a specific time, but like, I think you should be able to run a mile and be like, okay, after. Well, and like be comfortable in your own skin. You know, your own limits, right? Of course. Like, I know for a fact right now I wouldn't be able to do the Inca Trail tomorrow, but if if I wanted to do it in a couple months, that I could prepare myself because you don't want to be hiking up over fifteen thousand feet, you know, over four thousand meters on the Inca Trail, and be so out of shape and out of breath and and lagging behind that you miss all the beautiful sights around you. I mean, there you're you're coming up the last day on Machu Picchu you know, this historical thousands of years of history and you're dead you, and you can't enjoy it because you're just, you're fried. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's what you don't want to happen. So we're not saying that, you know, you have to be, you know, the number one CrossFit CrossFit no. athlete or the strongest man in the world or woman. That's not a requirement. <laughs> I think ironically, I think I had this conversation with someone recently and I want to say it was my buddy Eric his mom gosh she's gonna hate me if this is not him but his mom did the Inca Trail and two porters actually carried her up a hill because she couldn't like and they carried her quite a ways um, and they just like switch her back and forth between the two different people but I mean so it's definitely doable I, again I mean I think if you can run a mile you're pretty good on the Inca Trail. There's enough breaks that are put in there. There are stop, there are stopping places for food, which if I was to make a suggestion, I would say bring snacks. It's important to, to fuel up while you're on that trip. Well, di- diving in the snacks. That's that's the most country. Dive, dive in. <laughs> dive into the snacks. Dive right into them snacks. <laughs> Look, uh, I'm from Tennessee. What do you think? What yeah, do you expect? Yeah. Uh, 
Man, I don't know. We brought Cliff Bars, um, beef jerky. That's a must. I love beef jerky, though. Well, those kind of snacks, though, like, give me some of the basics. Like, if I'm... Carbs. Looking for carbs, looking for protein. You know, and, and that really, I guess, is relevant because I've heard... I don't want to tell people what they should and shouldn't eat because I've got some vegan who's probably listening to this right now. It's like, Americans consume too much protein. Da, 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 da. And I'm going to be like, oh, whatever. You know, I, I just like beef jerky. To me, I, I like it tastes good. I love beef jerky. Yeah, love the beef jerky. <laughs> Jack Links. It doesn't matter. Kroger brand. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Cliff Bars are great. They got carbs, but really the carbs and the energy because you're, you're burning a ton of calories doing that that hike or any of the hikes, rather. Um, I think... Uh, when you're not doing the snack thing, just really trying to eat as much as you can at lunch and dinner just to refuel your body. Don't drink. These There's a bunch of idiots who the first night they drink, they get loaded up on beers because the, the porters, they do drink. I mean, they, they'll bring beer, they'll sell it to you. And I got, I'll never forget some dumbass drank like three beers in the first night or whatever, and he was loaded up because you're high in the elevation. And he's loaded up. Next day, he was the last man standing. I mean, he was so far back. I feel like that would be you. That might be me. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to have vacation, Dave. Exactly. Look, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. We, we tried to drink. We bought a bottle of the last day, second to last day. It was horrible. It was so hard to drink straight booze. Like, we bought like a bottle from somebody that they like, there's along the way you can buy snacks, at different posts or whatever. And uh, one had booze. It's awful. Well, and these porters, I mean, they're they've been doing this for years. I mean, this is their normal, you know. I mean, they do manual labor too. A lot of these guys like work in farms. They they are they're locals in that elevation. So, I mean, comparing your level of fitness to theirs is just completely different. And it really comes down to like when you think about athletes, right? Like you've got a great football player, doesn't mean he can play hockey that well. You know, you got a great guy who can hike all day, but just because he can go run a ten minute mile or or an eight minute mile or seven minute mile doesn't mean he's going to hike that great. So really ultimately there's really not much you can do to prepare except for go hike, like go do a damn hike. I mean that and it's fine. One that's interesting, I guess one that you enjoy, but go on a hike, go bring hiking boots. Um, a lot of the questions we get to, or, you know, I, I did a day hike or I do day hikes. That's fine. I mean, it, it helps. Uh, but this is typically most of the hikes out there. I mean, what's our shortest one, like three nights, Larry's or something like that. And so Conte is like a four night trek. So, I mean, you're out there for quite a while. Four nights, five days, three nights, four days. Yeah, and then they can trail too. You hike, what, at least five to six hours every day? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you get breaks here for lunch, but I mean, you're hiking a long time. So, level of fitness-wise, I definitely uh, just just go out, do some hiking, make sure you pack a lot of food. Um, If you're You mentioned boots, so what's some of the other basics? Like, do I need need to bring my own sleeping bag? You know, I have a toothbrush toothbrush toothpaste obviously but what's yeah. some other like what's some things that maybe might slip your mind if if you're not used to going on hiking trips where you're camping and you're staying overnight like and you know you're not used to 15,000 feet elevation like what do I need to bring or uh, what could I rent there what's yeah. some of those basics yeah jumping off the fitness wagon and getting rid of the six pack we'll go into some food stuff into or excuse me into some necessities so sleeping bag you know you don't need to bring a sleeping bag you can rent one they're usually about 20 bucks uh, for the whole trip, uh, but at least they are for us. <laughs> um, but if you're going to bring a sleeping bag, excuse me, I didn't bring a sleeping bag uh, when I went. Uh, I know people do bring sleeping bags. It really is up to you. It takes up a lot of space in your luggage, which, you know, kind of sucks. Uh, you asked about to- bring toothpaste, bring all those essentials, dude, baby wipes. 
That is where it's at. Baby wipes, like they save your life. If you're, I hate being gross and stinky. Whereas, like Kevin, dude didn't shower for like four days after we got back from the Inca Trail. He loves <laughs> to be disgusting. Like literally, one night he he's, we were, a, he's a manly man. Yeah, dude, we we heard some horror story one night. Kevin got all scared. He's like, God, I'm really nervous. Can I sleep in your guys' tent? And Kale's like, Yeah, it's fine. I'm like hitting her like, Shut up, that dude hasn't showered in like a month. Like we're not. He's not going to come in our tent with us. Like I just called him a manly man, and then you said he just got scared. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, his to give you kind of a difference, too, in, in, in um, level of fitness, uh, Kevin is like 12% body fat, something crazy like that. I mean, he he obviously has, has gained some more since he hopped on the CrossFit bandwagon, but I'm no six-pack by any means. Uh and Kayla, who is the smallest of us all, my girlfriend, she was the one who died the hardest. And I think that really comes down to she just had never hiked before. Like she did some hikes with us, but she never did a hike, like a like a two day backpacking trip or one night backpacking trip. So um, Kevin was above me, but Kevin had did a lot more hiking and camping than me. Your first hike that you do, don't let it be the Inca Trail. That's actually probably the biggest tip I can say is like, don't let your first backpacking trip where you go hiking be the Inca Trail because you won't enjoy it. And I say that because when I did with Monty Valley, I wrote that blog post about it. It was miserable. Like, and everyone's like, hey, when we set that out for revisions, everyone's like, oh, you got to make it sound somewhat good at the end. And I was like, you guys, though, it was miserable because that first time you do it, it's awful. It's just horrible. You can't really enjoy it as much as you can the next one and the like, next one. I'm, I'm pumped. We're going to go back out to Peru. We're going to take Charlie, do some hiking, do some sightseeing and stuff like that. And um, when you think about it, five days like that that is our trip i mean we're literally gonna be in lima for two days go to cusco spend a day at cusco hike spend a day back a day or two in cusco fly back to lima dip out like it's a quick trip the trip is the hike you know really right and that's the whole experience of it right it, it is. is if you got two weeks go for it if you got more time i said because there's a lot of cool stuff you can see in cusco a lot of cool stuff you can see in, in lima hell i mean we want to see the the lines uh we want to see the rainforest i mean there's so, the oasis where you can go uh, sand snowboarding or sandboarding or whatever there's so much to do in peru it's unreal you can't hit it all uh but you know there's there's obviously the core main tourist production areas so yeah and really we say all this not be, not to scare you not to be like oh man I, can i do the inca trail it, you know, most people can do the Inca Trail, so we're Probably not trying to... How much to, do you weigh? How much do I weigh? Yeah, how much do you weigh? 285. 285, and how tall are you? I'm six foot eight. So your BMI is probably like what? I really, it, overweight? I would, yeah, I'd probably be considered overweight. Okay, I think yeah. my I think I'm supposed to have her around like 235, 240. Yeah, so Charlie, you're almost, you're 280, whatever. I, I Looking at Charlie, knowing Charlie's physical ability, he could definitely do the Inca Trail. He would suffer greatly, but he could finish it. Um He'd be just miserable and probably be asking for a smoke halfway up the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a beer and a pack of cigarettes? Yeah. And I, well, yeah. Well, I'm saying this, though, to be like, look, we're not trying to scare you. We want you just to be mindful of these tips and tricks just so you can have the best experience possible. That's what we're all about. Because, again, if you're huffing and puffing, if you're the last guy and you're worried or you're hungry all the time because you didn't bring snacks or you didn't eat enough because you didn't feel good, you're missing out on what this trip is supposed to be about. There was a uh, quote by Ben Bergeron, I hope I don't butcher it, but he said that a, like, a high percentage of people quit early because they feel discomfort without 
pushing forward to feeling like so they quit early because they feel discomfort whereas if they pushed further that little bit that little bit more they could have much better gains right or, or like or growth and so where i've been using that to correlate a lot of things and so like while you may feel discomfort training for a trail or a hike in peru and it may suck the payout and reward to that is going to be so much greater going into a hike in Peru because you can enjoy it. And because really it is the most beautiful. I mean, let me think here. Yeah. That hands down, probably the most beautiful hike I've ever been on my entire life where hikes were in Peru I mean, they're gorgeous. And yeah, I literally can't wait. I'm just like you guys listening. Like I'm pumped up. He's I'm ready his, to go. He's pumped up with his Pred socks on too. <laughs> go, go Preds. <laughs> All right, one last little thing because this is a question that we get all the time. When can I book the Inca Trail? Yo, so check it out. I got one cool for you. All right, we're gonna plug it again since we played the last episode. So the Inca Trail, you gotta book like six months out, depending. It really depends on the government. Typically, it's like five to six months. And the reason I say that is because there's only allotted six hundred passes a day. That being said. Those include your porters, your guides, your cooks, everybody, okay? There's only 600 a lot of the day. You're going to have a lot of porters, even if two people go, you're going to have porters because you're going to have to have a cook. You're going to have to have them carrying the food, carrying the water, etc. So a lot of people go on this every single day. That means they book up very, very quickly. Um, but I got one for you that's a little bit better is that if you're like a last minuter and you didn't really plan out the Inca Trail, which is fine, um, there's a trail that goes next to the Inca trail and it's just as beautiful. In fact, some say it's even more beautiful and less crowded. So you get that more, uh, solitude feeling as you're hiking. Salcante trail, gorgeous. And if you're going a little bit longer, it's a day longer. I would be going for the short one, the shorter version, the Laris trail, which is also beautiful. And guess what? They both end up at the beautiful mystical Machu Picchu. Okay. So at the end of the day, you're still ending up in the same place. And your journey might be more intimate, might be more beautiful, might be more whatever. And it's for those last minute planners who, hey, I'm going to be in Peru in two weeks. And I, we just had one the other day. Like, I'm going to be in Peru in two weeks. We're like, crap. Well, you can't do the Inca Trail, but you can get, we can get you on the Salcante Trail. And it's just as beautiful. So, um, yeah, if you're one of those people that you're just like, oh, I didn't want to book way far ahead. I'm going to Peru. Hit us up. We'll help you get the Salcante Trail booked up or the Laris Trail or if you don't want to do that, you want to, you just want to see Machu Picchu. We got that covered, and don't forget, super cheap, the Sacred Valley. It's worth it. Yeah, and just so you guys know, listening to, we I don't think we really talked about this. We had, we had to do an episode here soon as to why we started Kachi, and then really like what our main goals are, and sort of just kind of talk a little bit about the country and what where we're at. But besides that, everything that you guys, when you guys help us out in terms of booking through us. Um, going through our people in Peru, you're helping a lot of the families down there. We are a big company about giving back. We care about giving back. Um, when you book through us, you're helping a ton of locals, uh, which is really important to us because when we were there, we experienced some some things, and we'll talk about that later. But we really wanted to help the locals, help the local communities, and um, this Kachi is our outlet to do that. Our outlet to employ locals, educate them, help them progress and uh, be successful. So anytime you book through us, you're a part of that success. So hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Message us. We're down to earth guys. Like we want to help out. Dude, we want to give I would you love messages. Yeah. Like, like personal ones. Like, like we get the questions, but like 
Send us personal mentions about Peru or your experience about Peru. If you want to write a blog post about your experience of Peru, let us know what it was like. We'll post it, whatever, man. We just love talking to people about travel. I mean, in, in the beautiful country of Peru. Exactly. And we're not some, you know, like I said, we're down to earth. Like we're, we want to talk to you, everyone about that. We want to help in your adventure. We want to be a part of your adventure. Like that's exciting for us. So hit us up, kachilife.com, uh, Kachi on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you want to shoot us an email, info at kachilife.com. That's all the time we have today on the Peru Travel Podcast. We will see you soon.